You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for Thursday, May 13th, show number 179. Scott Hammer along with Jerry Keezer, Ron Miller, coming at you from the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report home studios or Tim Sims Studios in Jerry's case. <laughs> Hammerdown Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway. Coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Everything's working. I can't monitor them all. I'm pretty sure that we're all there. Um, make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at Hammer Report. Follow Nobody us on YouTube. likes us. It's organic, as you always say. Uh, you can also listen on your favorite podcasting platform anytime, day or night. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, and you can uh, get all that information. HammerdownRacingReport.com. Everything's on there. Everything you need to know. Is right there. Tonight on the show, we're going to speak with Gabe Mueller, bomber driver out at Oakshade, who picked up his very first A-Main feature win on uh, Saturday night. And In exciting fashion. Was it exciting? I did. From where I was. It really I, was. I, 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 yeah. I got it was a fun race to watch, I got especially if you're a Gabe Mueller fan. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he led the whole, from what I saw, he led all the way, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he did. But uh, things are pretty tight out there. We'll, we'll talk. We'll get his his uh, version of the story here coming up in, in just a little bit. Want to uh, mention Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race continuing this Saturday night with uh, late model sports and bombers and compacts. Gates open to four racing at seven p.m. Also, want to thank Big D's Pizza, subs, ribs, chicken, and more in Clyde four one nine five four seven fourteen forty four. Order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Uh, and they have a, a new thing, right? You saw this too, Jerry? Yeah. 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 He actually texted awesome. me about yeah. this. Uh, I shared that on our Facebook page earlier. I think it might've been today. Today was a really long day. It seems like it went into yesterday. Uh, big nut barbecue sauce, uh, have a few different flavors, really? five ninety nine a pint. And, uh, yeah, you can get it in a little jar. It's pretty cool. I feel a road trip coming on. I, I, I keep telling Dean I'm going to get up there, and I never make it. Uh, even though we can't eat inside, I think it's time to. It's warm enough that I'll grab it and go somewhere and sit out on a picnic table somewhere. Yeah, they got to have a, a park there in Clyde. Actually, they do have a park there in Clyde. I've been there. Somebody's got a motorcycle going by. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big on taste, not on price. Is Big D's Pizza. Uh, I want to also thank uh, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Mill Street Speedway, and of course Ryan Miller Race Cars. Support the sponsors of our show. Uh, that's what makes this happen. Jerry, uh, give us that racing roundup from this past weekend. All right. This week's race, racing roundup, once again, brought to you by Tim Sims, powered by iRacing, Tim's Dirt Track Simulators, and Souvenirs. Tim's got a trailer set up down at Eldora Speedway. So uh, whenever you head down for any of those special events in 2021, head down to see Tim, pick up one of these cool Eldora fishing hats. He's got all kinds of stuff, koozies, T-shirts, sweatshirts, you name it, he's got it. Let's get into the racing roundup this week at Attica Raceway Park. Rain. Imagine that. Limeland Motorsports Park. Rain. So with Limeland, we're going to try it again this Friday for our season opener. This uh, will be the Mike Stryker Memorial. will uh, kick off the season now with, with the USAC Midwest Thunder Midgets in action, along with the uh, sorry uh, Midwest Physical Therapy Modifieds. The Bud Thunderstocks in our uh, uh, Dirt Track Truck Series will be making their first visit to Lima Land for 2021. So is that, is that the that the, the Waynesfield trucks, the Dirt Track Truck Series? Yep. Okay. I saw the Dirt Trucks. Andy I wasn't King sure if it was group. the same one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. That'll be them. So definitely looking forward to that. Get to see a lot of my buddies from the Truck Series. Unfortunately, mine not ready yet. Going to still try to have it ready for, for that first weekend in June to be able to do Lima, do the Lima Land Oakshade Double. So crossing my fingers there. But... Oakshade Raceway was in action on Saturday night. Chad Finley from DeWitt, Michigan, earned his first late model feature win of the year Saturday at Oakshade. Josh Robertson from Defiance won the sportsman feature. 
Gabe Mueller, our guest tonight, picked up his first Bomber A main win. Taylor Dittman's last lap pass got her the Bomber B main win. Race started with Dylan Wittes' spectacular barrel roll while leading on the first lap. Corey Gum won the Compact A main, and Charity Roby out of Butler, Indiana, won the Compact B main. You guys got enough cars for a B main in a Compact starting the season. That's great. There's been yes, a lot sir. of Compacts this year, yeah. That's awesome. We've been seeing the same thing at Shady Bowl, so that's a good to see the class growing. It's a good, good way for people to get into racing as long as they're built right and safe. So that's awesome for everybody all the way around. Sandusky Speedway was in action with Dylan Napier picking up the Renegades feature win over Ben Watson and David Nestor. In the pure stock feature, Bill Rabbits took the checkered flag in front of Anthony Gracco and Dan Smith. Matt Marlowe took the victory in the Modifieds over Scotty Lamp and Kenny Sharp. Sawyer Stout took the beginner stocks feature win over Colton Fowler with Spencer Adkins finishing third. Eldora Speedway was in action with Brent Marks returning to his family-owned sprint car and overcame a poor qualifying effort to take his fifth career World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series victory on Saturday afternoon in the first round of Let's Race 2 at Eldora Speedway. The first of the two events of the weekend was pushed to Saturday afternoon after rain pushed the start event of the event well past midnight. The bottom of the track just couldn't get ran in, so they went ahead and decided after keeping everybody there so long, let's go ahead and, and push it to tomorrow. It didn't sound like the USAC guys were happy yeah. about that. No, yeah, it, it, was, it was a great track for USAC, and, and a lot of those guys were, were okay with it. It, it was, uh, from what I'm hearing, a few of the outlaw guys, which kind of bums me out, but, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Ended up being a pretty good event from what I've heard. Sheldon Hodgenshield uh, picking up the second feature for the USAC cars, and uh, he was light in the first one. Uh, as he finished second, uh, he gave second to Aaron Reitzel and Donnie Schatz finishing third. Tyler Courtney led all 30 laps of the uh, Friday feature on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> and then Sheldon Hodenshield was fast again in the second World of Outlaws feature and actually won that race. He tracked down 10-time World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series champion Donnie Schatz to win that race. Robert Ballou, who was very critical of the decision to move the show to uh, Saturday, he picked up the win in the second of the two events for the USAC Amsoil National Sprint Car Series. It was his first USAC victory in 1,056 days. So congratulations to Robert Ballou. At Flat Rock Speedways, Steve Cronowet Jr. took the Moran Chevrolet Outlaw Super Late Models feature win. First time A-Main winner James Pankow won the DTS Drivetrain Specialist Street Stocks feature victory. Caleb Barron took the Street Stock B-Main checker flag and Billy Early one in the figure eights, and those are your feature winners on Saturday afternoon. Shady Bowl Speedway was in action Saturday night with the uh, first of four 75-lap features compiling the Ohio 300. Uh, we'll have another one in June, uh, July, and then in August, putting together that entire series. Each of the events pays $2,000 to win with a, a nice little prize package for them at the end with a, a nice points fund. Kyle Jones picked up the first 75-lapper for the late models uh, over – Don Mahaffey Jr., who closed in the final laps, just didn't have enough for him. In the Wooten Automotive and Towing Modifieds, it was Chris Parker picking up his second win of the season at Shady Bowl. And in the Harrod Septic Solutions Compacts, Alec Young picked up the win until heading to the tech area and was found to be too low, along with two others from the, the top five. So uh, Tony Heath was handed the victory after finishing second. Uh, and then we had the bullet liner of Dayton Thundercars in action. Scott Drake picked up his second feature win after the event was shortened, uh, cut in half due to rain at the end of the evening. Midwest Champ Carts got their feature in before the rains fell, however, with uh, Tony Jones picking up a last lap pass to, to pick up the win on Saturday night. Those guys were doing 60 miles an hour around Shady Bowl an inch off the ground in those carts. It was something to see. Should have checked that out. And then World of Outlaws Morton Building's late models were in action with Brandon Shepard ending his longest drought of starting a season without a points-paying victory at the World of Outlaws uh, late model series event Friday night at Mississippi Thunder Speedway. Shepard passed race leader Brent Larson late in the race to win his 70th series feature. After 60 laps of slide jobs, crossovers, and battles through traffic, Chris Madden won Saturday night's Dairyland Showdown at Mississippi Thunder Speedway. It was Madden's 30th career World of Outlaws victory. Next up for the World of Outlaws Late Models, the Billy Vachick Memorial at Port Royal Speedway Friday and Saturday, May 21st and 22nd. World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprints, Brad Sweet finally scored his first career Lincoln Speedway win on Wednesday night by beating two of the Pennsylvania Posse regulars. Leading the final seven laps, Sweet capitalized and 
on lap traffic uh, madness when Danny Dietrich spooked race leader Brent Marks and slowed him up, allowing Sweet to sneak by and capture the Gettysburg Clash victory. Next up for the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, Williams Grove, Pennsylvania, this Friday and Saturday, and then Bridgeport Motorsports Park in New Jersey on Tuesday, May 18th. In NASCAR action, defending NASCAR Camping World Truck Series champion Sheldon Creed outlasted both the field and the track too tough to tame Friday night for his first win of the season in the liftkitsforless.com 200 Truck Series event at Darlington. Justin Allgaier took the lead during a late restart before surviving an overtime restart to earn his second victory of the series in the NASCAR Xfinity Series Steakhouse Elite 200 on Saturday at Darlington. Martin Truex Jr. put together one of the more dominant races of his NASCAR Cup Series career to win Sunday's Goodyear 400 at Darlington Raceway, leading 248 of the 293 laps. Next up for the Cup Series, the Drydeen 400 at Dover this Sunday at 2 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. The Xfinity Series, the Drydeen 200 at Dover on Saturday at 1.30 on Fox Sports 1. Trucks will be in action with the Toyota Tundra 225 at the Circuit of Americas on Saturday, May 22nd at 1 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. In other notes, that guy, Kyle Larson. That guy? That guy. I'm, you guys may have heard of him. I, I don't know. He just he raced way. sprint cars at one time, didn't he? Yeah, well, he showed that he can what do it in a weight model once again. <laughs> fighting off Tanner English to win last night's event at Brownstown Speedway in the Castrol Flow Racing Night in America Tour. Man, this guy, what, do, what can you say about Kyle Larson? There's just no limit to his talent. No, there really isn't. And he can do it in anything. He's, he's shown he can do it in maybe not the best of equipment. And sometimes in the Cup Series has been fast. You know, sprint cars, obviously, he's usually got some pretty good, uh, pretty pretty good metal underneath him. But Jerry, what do you think? Tim, Tim Richmond? I don't even think Tim Richmond could could live up to it. What he what Kyle Larson, the, the tear he's been on this last two yeah. years is has been nothing short of amazing I, you know you can't do anything but stand up and plot uh, plotting i grew up watching a guy named steve kinzer do that but it was mainly in sprint cars right he never heard of him he could do it in silver he could do it in silver never heard of he him. could do it never heard of him never, never heard of no, him. No, that 20 time world champion <laughs> but you, you know that that's really the only one that i i can even remotely compare him to and and steve like i said did it mainly in sprint cars whereas kyle does it in just anything and yeah. it, it's, it's a yep. uh, we got uh, Gabe Mueller. He's uh, waiting in the green room here. We'll bring him in in just a second. want to thank uh, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys once again. The most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced. Manufactured in the U.S. Check out Real... I got the hat for duck and geese hunting. Geese.com. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. Check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. Uh, you can check out the uh, new hoodies available on their website. They may have some hats too. I have to check that out. I don't know if they're Eldora hats though. No, no, I don't. I don't care if it's got the goose on it or the duck. Okay. I, I tell you what, can't say enough about everybody at therealgeese.com. Everybody uh, down there, Craig Mintz and the the whole crew. Those guys. It's got a sharp looking car too with the the real geese. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, also, I uh, have to mention Millstream Speedway. They're set to kick off their season now, June thirteenth, with late models, Strucks. And uh, the Modifieds, make sure to follow them on Twitter, Facebook, or millstreamspeedway.net. So you're going to be there for that, right? I think all of us will be there, won't we? Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. Good deal. Let's uh, let's bring in Gabe here. Gabe Bueller, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Oh, my. Somebody that's not technologically retarded. (laughs) We can see him. I love it. I don't think you're supposed to use that word. Well, I had to back out a couple times. I was on the uh, dealership's Wi-Fi and had to back out and take that off because it was uh, breaking up pretty bad. So we figured it out. I can hear you. Very good. <laughs> All right. we, we, do you have to get back to work? Do we have to hurry? Well, it's funny because I borrowed the service department because they closed at, I think, 5. And then it was like seven ten, and then a couple of people came in to use the card reader. And I'm like, oh, they never come in here. I was like, hopefully this goes quick. And then, of course, the card reader was out of paper. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So they're fiddling around trying to find the paper. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be late. Typical Gabe Mueller. <laughs> but we made it. It worked no, out. All good, man. Uh, congratulations on that first day main win. I mean, that's uh, I, I found that kind of hard to be- believe. But uh, you haven't been, how many years have you been racing now? Oh, I knew that question would pop up. But <laughs> uh, since 2008 is when I started in Hornets. But I've been racing bombers on and off since 2010. 
Um, I believe this is my fourth or fifth, I honestly forget, full season in a row. I think fourth or maybe fifth. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. I totally forgot you ran Hornets. You have oh, been running yeah. for a long time. Did that you? was the second one in that division years ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was fun. Well, uh, talk about that that win uh, on Saturday. Well, um, it was definitely surreal. It was exciting to start on the front row, but of course, you know, you sometimes have some pressure when you start on the front row to not make any mistakes and just hit your marks because you're kind of showing the way for everyone else. But it was a great experience all in all. Um, it was exciting to start out front and just kind of consistently hit my marks. It, it gave me a lot of confidence. And um, especially with all the cautions, I was excited to maintain some consistency and, and to stay smooth throughout all those cautions. Yeah, you're welcome uh, for that. That, that. that was my fault. <laughs> I wasn't going to name any names. <laughs> <A and S. laughs> I'm kidding. No, but it was a blast. It was a time in my life. I had a great time. Starting out Gamers. front and hitting your marks and everything, when you're going for that, you know you're closing in on that first career feature win. How many times do you hear the phantom noises beside you and around you You thinking a guy might be coming alongside? <laughs> uh, that's funny because uh, I was trying to be uh, aware of that. And I noticed, you know, a couple times out in the lead, um, you know, under caution, a couple of guys would pull up next to me and, I think about three different guys did it. I didn't even look over. I was like, nope, not getting, not getting in my head. I'm not letting it happen. So I didn't even look over at him and entertain it. So I was pretty calm. I was uh, happy that I was able to keep myself as calm as I felt. Um, so it wasn't, you know, overly pressure. It wasn't a lot of pressure or anything. But I was, you know, there's always that chance you might miss a mark, but. The, the people in the grand, the people in the grandstands have no idea how hard it is to actually lead a race. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, like you say, you've got to hit your marks, but, you know, you, you don't want to you don't want to show everything you've got, but you don't want to leave anything on the table. And it's it's really difficult. Sure. And, um, and, and like Jerry yeah. says, those, those phantom exhaust noises. Do I hear somebody? <laughs> well, luckily, I, I didn't hear anybody. <laughs> what was that? Game? Oh, I'm sorry. What was I'm sorry. What did you, what did you say? I apologize. Said, are you feeling a vibration? You know, am I hearing something? What's what's going on? Wait a minute. That didn't feel like that a lap ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, luckily everything stayed consistent. Feeling there was no odd odd feelings. We actually lost the left rear spring at some point in the race, and I had no clue. Really? It just uh, yeah. Uh, Terry Russell actually pointed it out to me in victory lane. Uh, so that was. That was something, but it, the car didn't feel any different, oddly enough. I was going to say, it so, must, must not have affected the handling too much then. Or maybe it helps. Maybe you should just leave it out. I know that's what we joked about. <laughs> it put a whole new meaning to on the bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily it stayed up there, that's for sure. <laughs> so let, let's uh, back up. Uh, you, you talked about uh, running the Hornet class. How did you get into uh, racing? Was that uh, your first race? Did you do any go-karts before that or? Nope. Uh, the first thing I did was race Hornets. In fact, a pastor of mine named Mark Britton, uh, him and his son, son Stephen Britton, if some of you remember, Stephen Britton used to race uh, sportsmen yep. out there. Um, they actually got me started. So when the uh, the track announced that they were going to create this class for kids, um, I, I think Tyler Line was the first one in that class. And then my pastor had this uh, car. If I remember, it was a Dodge Shadow. And I believe the track kind of used it as a rental car uh, for drivers that wanted to get their feet wet. But he had offered... Ron, I think you put the uh, roll cage in it. That was back when um, I think uh, Yoder paid for, John, I think, 10. Yeah, John, I think one, absolutely. one if I remember correctly. Yeah, John Yoder uh, sponsored 10 race cars, and we built the roll cages for them and mounted the seats and did some yeah. incidentals, yeah. Yeah, actually, you know, um, I think the Mitsubishi Eclipse I drove after I drove the Dodge Shadow, um was the one that you put the uh, roll cage in uh, that Mark Britton owned at that time. So, um, yeah, that's that's when I got in. I think I was the second driver in that class. May have been the third. I don't really remember. But um, it was fun. It was a blast back then. <laughs> yeah. my, my, grand, my granddaughter's pink station wagon, Stephanie. That's right. Stephanie did drive that. Yep. There was a lot of cars back then uh, when it was for yeah. the kids. Um, that was exciting. It was a lot of fun. How, how many years have you been driving in the bomber class now? Uh, my rookie year was 2010. I did, I think, two races or maybe three, however the track allows before you're entered in the rookie of the year in 2009. 
And then I ran for a um, rookie of the year in 2010. Um, didn't quite hit that. I think Adam Noonan got that uh, back then. And then off and on, I've been racing since then. But really seriously in the past few years, four years or so. And when uh, this car you have now, when did you start racing this one? Or is it new this year or has it been when you've been running? Um, I think this is my third year with that car. This is Chris Henry's old car, actually, the number 68. Uh-huh. Gotcha. So what, what'd you do in the off season that, uh, you know, helped you get that first win here in just the second week? So we definitely put a lot of time into the car, but, um, a a big hand from uh, Terry Rushlow and, um, his whole team, Jamie Fowler, Ricky Rife, Johnny Raines, um, Al Markey. A lot of these guys had a major hand in in this car's rebuild in the off season. Um, so it's all thanks to them. Uh, ultimately they, they did a heck of a job, put a lot of time into my car and I, I'm truly blessed to have such great help. But you, you didn't um, but say, that's, that's really it. you didn't say what you did though. Oh, ah, well, <laughs> that's, for, that's for us to know and you to find out. Okay. I, I figured I'd try. Yeah. I had to try. Yeah. It was that's worth a shot. There and not in his race shop where yeah. you can see his car, Scott. Is that, is that what that's it is? Right. <laughs> I'm at work. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you've raced, have you, have, have you run any, uh, other tracks or just uh, pr- primarily Oakshade? Um, I raced Millstream actually the last time they were open back in, I what, 2015, 2016, I believe. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, but just one time it was, a. I it was just, just to shake the car down. I think I actually won the C main the following <laughs> week or whatever at Oakshade, which was my first victory in a bomber ever. Um, but yeah, I raced Millstream one time, and other than that, I raced Evergreen and the Hornet, and I'm pretty sure that's all I've ever raced. So yeah, basically Oakshade. You planning uh, to run Millstream again this year? Um, probably not this year. I think we're going to focus primarily on Oakshade to see what we can do, um, especially with some of the momentum we got going on right now. And uh, I would love to, though. Absolutely, I would love to. I guess it just depends on how the points situation shakes out. Um, since we're a contender, we're probably going to keep all of our eggs in one basket this year, but I guess we'll see. I was going to say, it's funny you should mention that. You are first in points. I looked earlier today. I want to say, what, six points ahead of uh, Jeff Folks? It was. Um, it was I'm not sure points. how many points, but yeah, I think it's a few. Obviously, yeah, it's I'm, only the second week. So, uh, I mean, is that something yeah. you're, you're looking at already? You're looking for that championship this year? Um, that would be yeah. a bonus. But <laughs> yes. I think, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Game. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes, it would be great and a and a and a dream come true, really, to to make that's that happen. Our, that's our goal. That is that is the goal. The first goal was to get an A main win. I'm just really glad we were able to get that secured so so early in the season. So, um, but yeah, ultimately the goal would be a championship, <laughs> God willing. So how big? I mean, what would that mean to you to to win the championship if you do get to that oh, this year? I couldn't even describe. I I truly don't know. It would be an absolute dream of mine. I love racing so much. It's just a huge passion of mine. Um, ever since we kind of got better equipment, it took a long time to afford nice equipment over the years. I've never really had the most, you know, up to date, nice equipment, but you know, selling enough cars, we eventually got there, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it would, it would be a, it would be a dream come true. You, you want to give a shout out to, to your, where you work? I, I don't know if that's a, if, if you do or don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're at Ruin Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram here in Woodville, Ohio. Right. Um, yeah, we're out here. <laughs> so uh, do you, do you have uh, any other drivers out there you consider, you know, they're the guys you have to beat uh, each week? I mean, do you, is there anybody like that that you, that you see as your, your primary competition? Yeah, well, ultimately you got to beat them all that show up. But, um, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, Colin Schultz, a good contender, Jeff Folks, Adam Lance. There's, there's a few guys that, that can give anyone a run for their money any given week. Uh, Craig Dittman, Terry Russell, when he races out there. Um, there there's a lot of guys that uh, – that, that could secure those wins that we got to hold off. Now, would you be disappointed in anything less than that championship this year? No. Ultimately, I, I've always wanted an A main win. I, I'm super glad to have that. Um, you know, if we don't win the championship, it, it's not going to be necessarily a heartbreaker. Uh, there's a lot of races to go and a lot of consistency that has to be met for that to happen. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, it would be, it would really be great, but you know, I, I'll, It'll, it'll be okay if it doesn't happen. Let's talk to him again in August when he is yeah. still leading the points by like 20. <laughs> on that. Yeah, ask me when there's a couple of weeks left and if we're in the lead. <laughs> I think your uh, your new pit stop or pit stall back in the pits may have contributed to your, your win there as well. 
They probably did. Oh. Parking, parking next to the Lucky 8S gave us a little <laughs> luck, I think. <laughs> I think it took some away from me, unfortunately. I didn't have yeah, any to maybe. spare. But... I guess so. Um, uh, <laughs> so you do... Uh, you do... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I like the new pistol. I never parked with the concrete, and uh, it's, it's much better. The fuel's right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the, everything's right there. The pit barn, um, the track, it's, it's all pretty close. I like to kind of watch the races over on the grandstand side, though. I think uh, a lot of my uh, pit members and stuff do too. So that's a little bit of a walk, but no big deal. It's, it's great. I like the spot. We bought it. So we'll be there all year next to you. <laughs> <laughs> now you do uh, a lot with uh, social media. I've seen some of your videos out there. How important do you think uh, social media is uh, in today's racing? Well, considering the whole world is run off of social media these days, uh, it's a good and bad thing. I, I think it's the most important thing if you're going to market yourself or just to kind of get your name out there for any given purpose. Is that how you market yourself then? Do you feel, have you gotten uh, sponsors uh, with that? Uh, certainly. Yeah. In, in fact, there is this guy who follows me on Instagram, a uh, real great guy. In fact, I ran into him when I used to sell door to door at Everdry. He showed up to the dealership one day and found me, gave me a hundred bucks says, here, I hope this makes you go faster. I watch you on Instagram and all these things. I was like, wow. You know, it's just little things like that have happened as well as, um, you know, just, I think, when you sell advertisement or marketing on your race car, having a social media following definitely is, um, is a bonus because I think a lot of people look for that competitive edge in their businesses to be able to market to places they can't particularly market themselves. And so I think it comes into play uh, quite a bit. Obviously it helps in car sales. <laughs> it does help in car sales. I really don't do it too much anymore because you never know when you're going to get canceled for your political views. So <laughs> Yeah, we try to keep the, honestly, we keep the uh, selling cars kind of off the social media for that reason. It's a bummer, but it can happen to anyone, and it's, it's a shame. Now, but ultimately, yeah. You, you mentioned your sponsors. Uh, you want to rattle off your sponsors? Oh, heck yeah. Um, so, yeah, the sponsors are a huge part of the success. And uh, we got Smash Dogs Food Truck. They have delicious food if you've never tried it. Uh, of course, Ruin Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Uh, we have the Bunker Bar. Uh, also, Central Collision. Bob Mayer has been my longest-running sponsor. Bob, I greatly appreciate everything you do for me. Um, we have American Custom Firearms and Digital 55. Um, my church, Wonder Ministries, is located in Holland, Ohio, off of Angola, if anyone needs a great church to go to. And then we have MR Canvas and Upholstery, as well as Warpaint Graphics. I see. You didn't even have those written down, did you? Or did? Oh, you did. Okay. I, it didn't. I see. That was a good placement. I didn't Thank see you reading them. So. Big letters, too. So he's, he's I have bad that's... eyesight, so my fiance will <laughs> think that's funny. <laughs> oh, I, I heard from Scott Warner, a promoter at uh, Millstream. He says uh, his – crap, I don't remember if it was uh, – one of one of his kids, uh, your fiance, was uh, their teacher last year. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's small, interesting. Small I did world. not know that. Small world. Yeah, very small world. <laughs> I'll have to talk to him. <laughs> See so, who that was. What's uh, what's That's your cool. what's your long term uh, racing goals? I mean, are, are you just plan around sticking in the bomber? You ever plan to to maybe move up uh, in the next couple of years? Oh, that's a good question. Um, kind of up in the air on that. I, I guess the easiest answer to that is I'll race what I can afford for now. Um, if we can do well enough, and maybe someone sees some potential um, and need the driver for something else, I would totally be open to that. Um, so I guess that would probably be my ultimate goal is to. Um, not necessarily own and fund the race car, even though I'm totally cool with, uh, you know, funding as much as I can and spending as much time working on the car as I can, but, uh, driving for, a, for somebody would probably be the ultimate goal and pretty much a dream come true. Sprint car like team? Scott's trying to get you to move up into a different division so yeah. he can I'm trying to get the competition out. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for now we're going to stick with the bombers. It's fun. It's uh, somewhat affordable. Um, and it's it's fun. Yeah, I love it. That's that's what it's all about. That's why Ron still races. He says that's it. Long that's the only fun. reason. <laughs> I hope to be. I, I hope to be up in your age when and still racing, Ron. Even though you know it's, he's young. What are you talking about? I, bet, I was like, how am I? How do I say this? <laughs> I think I'll quit when I can't toss my leg up over the top of the door anymore. Would, would oh, you run? I've got to use a step stool to get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I almost do too. Would you, would you consider running asphalt or uh, even a sprint car, uh, or sticking with the stock cars on the dirt? 
Um, I, I would definitely stick with dirt. Um, I, I love dirt track racing and, and, and just pretty much everything about it. Um, I would totally drive a sprint car. That would be fun. Be probably a, a huge thrill. Um, different, I'm sure, but I've played iRacing. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. All right. I can do it. Well, uh, I, I don't know if you're, if you're aware of this, but a lot of our guests go on to win the next uh, week or next race they're in after they're on our show, or maybe sometimes it takes a race or two. So no pressure for this weekend. Yeah, no pressure now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, we, no, appreciate, I'm excited. We, we, we appreciate the time and uh, we'll, we'll let you get back to, to selling cars. Awesome. Well, it was a pleasure to be on and an honor. So thank you so much. No problem. Two more sales tonight. Congratulations again. Yeah, sell some thank more you. cars. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> we'll let you down. All right, man. Congratulations. Thanks again, guys. See you, Gabe. See you, Gabe. Right, bye. There you go, Gabe Mueller, your uh, bomber A main winner from uh, just the other night, Saturday night, Gentlemen, Raceway. I'm taking my leave. I'm just in time for the news. Park. You're going to miss out on all the good news. Yeah, hey, I've got it in the prep. I already read it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you had my, my prep figured out more than I did. Well, for, for once. Yeah. Usually I'm behind the game. But, guys, thank you. Looking forward to being back next Thursday. Uh, you guys get done. Head on over to the Dirt Racing Network on Facebook and check out our broadcast. Uh, I think we're going to have a special guest live in the box tonight with me, Blake Hahn, driver of the number 52 Ooh. ASCS Championship Series Sprint Car. Uh, here at the Hillbilly High Banks in here just a little bit. So tune in. One of these days, I'm going to get down there. You need to. I know. You really, really need to. I know. To. We'll do. All right. We'll see All you, right, Jerry. Guys. Night. All right. We got some uh, news to get here. Get to, uh, yeah. Ron. We got, and uh, we have the uh, weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman coming up as well. A lot of racing going on this weekend. Weather's looking pretty good. Spoiler there. Uh, but you still definitely want to check out that uh, weekend weather pit stop. Did you hear about uh, North Wilkesboro and everything that's going on down there? Um, not a lot. I well, go for, ahead. For those uh, of you that may not be familiar with North Wil- North Wilkesboro Speedway, it's a short track that NASCAR Cup Series used to race on uh, all the time. Little little track. It's got a lot of history down there in North Carolina, and uh, a few years ago, Dale Junior had a, an effort to clean the place up so that iRacing, actually we should have had Jerry on for this, uh, the iRacing guys come in and scan it so that they could digitize it and put it in uh, the iRacing simulator. Uh, so basically they made a, a simulated North Wilkesboro. And uh, recently the Wilkes Chamber of Commerce is calling for Speedway Motorsports Incorporated, uh, I believe w- which owns the track, to reopen North Wilkesboro. And uh, Camping World CEO Marcus Lamonis is willing to invest $1 million into the complex. This uh, just coming up uh, this past week. So there's interest in it. I don't know, what, what do you think of uh, North Wilkes-Barre, Ron? Do you think uh, they should just leave it behind, or do you think they should bring it back? Dirt? That was something else I read today, as a matter of fact. Yeah. They, they said that we're going to have to repave it. And somebody said, well, wouldn't it be cheaper just to, you know, NASCAR's gone dirt racing, just turn it into dirt. Bring in a, bring in a grinder, put it out in the parking lot, and... Yeah, and, and uh, NASCAR has shown a lot of interest recently in getting back to its roots on dirt racing, and uh, well, I think that'd be a great deal. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Wish them luck. I think it'd be nice to see the track back. I mean, I, I don't like a- to see any track closed though. So well, whatever they do is going to be a bonus. Well, you got to figure if they go to that track, they're probably going to lose a track that's on the schedule now, unless they take a date away from one of the tracks that have two dates. Right. How do you feel about? Or maybe they'll maybe they'll run an Xfinity race or a truck race for a couple of years and see how it flies. What do you feel about the tracks that do have two dates? Do you think they should keep them, or, or do you think uh, they should just go to one track each weekend and? Well, I don't different? know. Extend the season. We run New Year's Day. Why can't they? Well, as as you saw from my car, running New Year's Day is not very healthy for for things. Uh, that was strange. That was strange. Anyway. Uh, radio for two there. Lucas Oil Dirt uh, Series is canceling tomorrow's event at uh, 401 Motor Speedway and Saturday, Saturday's uh, Talladega Short Track event. Uh, they actually announced this, what, yesterday? It was the day before. I think it was yesterday. Uh, all because of that cyber attack on the Colonial Pipeline. It's caused uh, fuel shortages. And, uh, yeah, 
So, Scott, I think that's more a matter of being able to get the fans get to in the track, and out, yeah. and yeah, to, to see the event because that's um, right in the heart the, of where that pipeline goes. Right, so. the, ra- the racers will be there, yeah. but um, maybe maybe not so much the fans. Well, I heard they opened up the pipeline yeah. today, so hopefully yeah, that- and the fans, believe it or not, are, are are an integral part of racing. Yeah, especially after last year, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, the American Late Model Series is back. Did you hear about that? I did. Yeah, last year, uh, not around, and I thought I remember hearing some rumors or something about the the ALMS series last year. I don't know if any of it was true, so I'm not going to even throw those out there. But uh, the American Late Model Series is back this year, and uh, it's kicking off this weekend, as a matter of fact, at Eldora on Saturday. Uh, three races at Eldora, three races at Oakshade. Um <laughs> three races at Merritt and uh, two at Tri-City, and uh, there's uh, talk of maybe some more being added. Uh, right. I know they were actively seeking additional racetracks. So it would be nice to have, to have that series back. Any uh, any idea on, on what uh, late model racers could be at Eldora? I don't know, but I can tell you that uh, I saw that that pays 5000 to win on Saturday. Ooh. So a little more incentive there. I know a lot of the races are 2,000 to win, two or three, but uh, yeah. Uh, the World of Outlaw Sprints and the Late Models are going to be featured on CBS June 12th at 1.30 p.m. in the afternoon. It's going to be the uh, World of Outlaws It's Bristol Baby special, so it'll feature uh, footage from the races last month at Bristol with the, the both World of Outlaw series. I believe that... And I was going to double check on it, and I ran out of time. But I think June twelfth isn't that the the first race for the uh, SRX series? I believe it's on uh, that evening. I, I think you might be right. Yeah, so I, I'm guessing it's probably in uh, coordination with that to to kind of promote the the racing there on on CBS. So pretty cool though. Anytime uh, we get that kind of stuff on uh, national television. So here's well, and and it can't hurt anything at all, Scott. Yeah. You know, racing has been. Uh, seeing some tough times the last couple of years with the with the virus and uh, short car counts some places and, and and now we've got the the fuel shortage so yeah, any, anything that uh, can can bring more fans and more awareness got to be a good thing. Speaking of uh, the COVID stuff, Governor Dewine announced that Ohio's yes. COVID nineteen. <laughs> Uh, health orders will end on June 2nd, which is welcome news for the passionate fans of racing everywhere. Uh, and also Eldora, as a matter of fact, they are currently uh, rebuilding their seating maps back to 100% capacity uh, so that they can restart the uh, public on sale of tickets for the uh, 27th and 26th Dirt Late Model Dream, the 38th and 37th Kings Royal, and... Uh, the 51st and 50th World 100, because as you recall, since they weren't able to run those last year, they're doing both of them this year. They're doing last year's and this year events for all those big events at, at Eldora. Does that make sense? Did it, I say it, that right? It, yeah, it does. It was great that DeWine came forward and said that today. Uh, on the same day that the CDC said that if you are fully vaccinated, um, you don't need to wear a mask. If you are fully vaccinated, you don't need to socially distance. So there, there's another reason to get that little card that says you've been vaccinated. Do you have your card? Yes, sir. Really? All right. Scott, no secret. I had COVID back several months ago, and uh, I, I, I was tested uh, eh, probably two months back. Yeah, thank you. Um, and, and I have natural antibodies from having the virus, so I wasn't worried about me getting the virus. But I wanted the uh, I wanted to be fully vaccinated so that things could open back up. And and, and I would hope that um, a lot of our listeners feel the same way. Well, that was one of the reasons I ended up getting it as soon as I could because I figure. The more people that get it, the sooner you get it, the sooner things will go back to normal. Absolutely. Or at least as close back to normal as possible. Um, Same page there. Yeah. Dave Kemmer says that uh, he thinks uh, we may see a lot of travelers at Eldora on Saturday since uh, both ah. Lucas Oil and World of Outlaws have an off weekend. Yeah, okay. I think he might be right. Uh, and also, uh, there was this from uh, Dean a little earlier. Devin Moran won the uh, 13,000 
and four dollar show. Is that right? Why I don't understand yeah. the extra four dollars, but yeah, uh, that was at Atomic Speedway uh, last weekend. Of course, uh, Devin Moran sponsored uh, by Big D's Pizza, and uh, I believe uh, Sunday you could save nine uh, percent off of uh, if you mentioned Devin Moran. At Big yeah, D's. but that's not a good deal. No, because you can mention the Hammer Down Race Report save ten percent. Because we win. Everywhere. We are the one percenters. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, the National Motorsports uh, Finals, or I'm sorry, let me start over with that. The National Motorsports Final Appeals Officer overturned penalties Wednesday issued to uh, the Junior Motorsports team after sun- Saturday's NASCAR Xfinity race at Darlington Raceway. Roger Werner heard and considered the organi- organization's appeal, overruling the disqualification that stemmed from Noah Gragson's failure to pass post-race technical inspection. The decision restores Gragson's fourth-place finish and uh, the $1,000 or $100,000 dash for cash bonus as the top finisher among a group of four drivers eligible for the prize. NASCAR officials said post-race that uh, JRM, uh, JRM uh, number nine entry had violated rule 20.14 C in the NASCAR rule book, which states all suspension mounts and mounting hardware must not allow movement or realignment of any suspension and or drivetrain components beyond normal rotation or suspension and or drivetrain train travel. I don't know what all that means, but I mean, I kind of have an idea, but whatever you're, you're muted there, Ron. What was that? Oh, I just say I'm fairly race car literate, and I don't have a clue what okay. that meant. Wow, well, that's impressive. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's uh, this thing going on at Sandusky Speedway this weekend. And, a thing? Uh, yeah, the Chihuahua Nationals. Really? Not to be confused with this. I, I thought it would, they were racing dogs, which is something that I used to do. And, yeah. Yeah, and I used to do this thing. It used to be the Wiener Dog Nationals. We actually, I actually built the, those starting gates with my brother, and I don't know why we did this, but yeah, we did that for like 13 years. We did it out at Oakshade a few times too. Yeah, uh, that's not what they're doing at Sandusky. So that, that's oh, it's, good. it's not dog racing. Uh, it's uh, the Chihuahua Nationals. Um, thanks to the National Compact Touring Series, uh, the Nationals are going to pay. Uh, I believe we just just got an update. It's up to a thousand dollars to win for the uh, the compacts there. Wait, he he sent me some more messages here. I, di- I didn't finish reading this from uh, Doug Doc. Uh, track the East Post. A lion never turns around when a small dog barks. Speaking of barking dogs, and so it begins. So yeah, um, thousand to win. Big race there for the Renegades this weekend at Sandusky, and it has nothing to do with dogs. Actual car racing. Texas Motor Speedway's Eddie Gossage is set to retire following uh, the NASCAR All-Star Race next month at the facility after 25 years of running the track. You got dogs barking? Yeah, yeah, I do. It, uh, I feel a sneeze uh, coming on. It's, it's not the Chihuahua Nationals. I think it's the Cavalier King Charles Nationals, uh, the final barking event. <laughs> Oh, there it is. All right. Oh, good one, had to, Scott. Had to get that out. Uh, that's all the news I got. All the news is fit to print for this week. Oh, right. Even though I printed it in weird ways. I, I should do my prep all at once. Um, it's almost time to play How Many, as a matter of fact. But before we do that, let's check out the results of the Twitter poll. This is something that you wanted uh, last week, Ron. That's it. Yeah. And uh, actually, I had a track, I won't say which one, calling and asking about how that poll was going. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Here is uh, the results uh, from the Twitter poll. That was, uh, are higher pit pass prices worth it to have higher race payouts? And the results are 40% said yes, 46.7% said no, and 13% don't care. Those are probably the race fans because unless they're buying a pit pass, they're, they're, right. they don't really care. Uh, and take in mind, or keep in mind, this was only 15 votes, so uh, probably not a major sample of the population at large. But for the most part, they said no. And I kind of agree with that because, like, like I said last week, after I thought about it more, that, uh, you know, if unless you're one of those top five guys that has a chance to win every week and, and that pay isn't spread out back through the field, 
you're just paying more to pay those guys up front that are going to win anyways. Yeah. Yeah. What, what sparked this? And I think we talked a little bit about it last week was a couple of tracks up in Michigan that are paying pretty significant purses for weekly racers. Uh, did they raise, did they raise the gate prices though for, for general admission? I don't know what their gate prices were, but their current pit passes are $35. So I have to assume they were at 25, um, and went to 35 and, uh, now, now they're fortunate because, uh, they have a lot of the casinos up in that area that are very generous with their sponsorship dollars. I like those kind of places. Yeah. But, uh, you know, late models for a weekly show, 3000 to win, uh, 300 to start. And, uh, all of the divisions saw a little bit of a pay increase. So, do you think? Do you think though, it's tracks competing with other tracks trying to get the drivers to you know because racing's getting more expensive. Uh, Hoosier just announced this past week uh, increase in their their racing tires. Uh, Some pretty significant increases. Yeah, I mean, there's increases across the board and shortages uh, on parts and, and things. Uh, so maybe it's a you know the the tracks are trying to attract the drivers. You know. Well, I can tell you for sure, Scott, that almost across the board, racing parts have been going up substantially. Um, used to be if, if somebody needed a case of tear-offs, I knew how much they were and I could quote a price. I won't quote a price on anything anymore. Got to look it up. Uh, find your customers. Got to look it up. Absolutely. Well, it makes sense. You don't want to sell it at a loss. Then Ron Miller race cars will go out of business. Yeah. We don't want that. Um, how about we play uh, how many? Sure. Last week's how many was uh, how many NRA sprints were going to be at Limeland on Friday night. And with the uh, rain out, that would be zero. So uh, I believe that makes uh, me the uh, on-show winner from last week. because I, uh, um, I knew that might happen. Online, though, yeah, I was the pessimist and... and <laughs> and I won with that, but uh, uh, we have uh, a tie amongst uh, our online entries. So we'll uh, spin the Big D's pizza wheel to find out who's going to be our listener winner. So there's your your four names. One oh, of I would have thought I would have thought there was a lot more people yeah, than that. There were not as many people were as pessimistic as I was. Uh, J.D. Smith, Matt Swanner, James Tusing, and uh, Dean Henry, who I guess is going to give himself a free pizza. Since he owns Big D's Pizza, he could probably do that anytime. So if Dean wins, we're probably going to spin it again. But uh, here we go. We'll see who's going to win. All these guys picked zero. If it goes green, we're doing it again. Yeah. Ah. Dean wins every day because he owns Big D's Pizza. So Dean is already a winner. I guess I could have clicked remove. Here, let's try again. Yeah. Wheels going around. Oh, no. All right. Matt Swander, there's your winner. I think he's won a few times. He's got some Big D's pizza. He yeah. Usually, usually has uh, or donates his winnings to uh, local first responders. So we'll, we'll see if uh, Matt's going to do that again this week. Uh, so congratulations, Matt. This week's how many uh, for a Big D's pizza? <laughs> Dean says, yes, sir. <laughs> he's a winner. Um, how many uh, late models will be at Eldora on Saturday? And now with Ooh. that little nugget of knowledge uh, with, uh, you know, the World of Outlaws and Lucas Oil guys uh, being off this weekend, you know, how many uh, how many do you think we're going to get? And I guess I have to pick first, don't I? Yes. I'm going to go with uh, 54. For some reason, that's in my head. Oh, boy. That's okay. a big number. That is a big number, especially with Oakshade Racing uh, on Saturday as well. So what, what do you got, Ron? 36. 36. You could have just said 53 and anything. Nah, no, I, I want to be right on, Scott. Why, why didn't you pick 35? That's your number. Well, because I think 36 is how many race cars are going to be there. All right, that works. If, Don't uh, talk me out of it. If you'd like to play besides, a Besides, if I change my mind, you're going to throw the black flag at me. Well, that's right. You're right. Uh, speaking of which, if uh, you'd like to play along, uh, just put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live you can do so up until 
I'm going to say Friday at, or not Friday, uh, Saturday at noon. So if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever, if not, not listening to us live, you can still find our Facebook Live. Go to the comments. Put your guess in. You can only guess once. Um, Wayne County upped their uh, purse to 3000 to win Saturday, too. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, thanks to Thomas Cole there. Some more information. Tom, is that, is that for this Saturday or is that, is that for every Saturday? That is a good question. Uh, we'll see what he says. He was about 30 yeah. seconds behind. But anyways, uh, go ahead and put your guess in, and uh, you could win Big D's Pizza. Just put. Uh, well, I'm seeing some pretty big numbers there, yeah. Scott. What do we got? 65? I see. Yeah. On the high end. What do we got on the low end here? 35. Dean, Dean picked your number. Yay. <laughs> uh, for the late models, Thomas Cole says, or no, that's what Dean says, Thomas Cole for late I, I figured out what's going on. Okay. Um, so there you go. Want to thank Ron Miller Race Cars. Uh, good service up there. 734-856-7223. Race car parts, safety, equipment, service, everything a racer needs. Uh, carburetor repair. So uh, For guys that are really in trouble, we even do home visits. Yeah, I was only a couple miles from you. It wasn't that far. <laughs> I'll pay for the gas. How's that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, give Ron a call. Uh, 734-856-7223. Are you caught up in the shop at all? No. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. We're, we're working at it. Okay. Um, we got so, a lot of races, as I mentioned, coming up, and we'll have uh, Ryan Weekman's Weekend Weather Pit Stop coming up immediately following this list. Tomorrow night at, uh, you got uh, a couple choices. You got Lima Land. Motorsports Park, the Mike Streaker Memorial, presented by Post Printing, featuring the USAC Midwest Thunder Midgets, UMP Modified Stocks, and the uh, Dirt Track Truck Series, as uh, Jerry mentioned earlier. Gates open at 5, racing at 7.30. General admission, 12 bucks there at Lima Land. Attica Raceway Park, in action with the Eric Phillips 33rd Anniversary Classic. Power, American Power Sports of Finley and Sandusky, Adkins Group, Smith Paving Night. Those are three different things. They get a lot. Of, they get a lot of sponsors out there for their nights yeah. at Attica. Uh, that's going to be a Attica Fremont Championship Series event for the three hundred fives and the four tens. Four tens paying uh, four thousand to win. Uh, three hundred fives paying a thousand to win. Plus the uh, UMP late models gates open at five, racing at seven forty five. General mission at Attica is eighteen dollars. Uh, so those your those are your Friday night choices. Saturday. We got Flat Rock. It's going to be Kids Day. 12 and under are free. Plus, you get a free hot dog. They're going to have a 250-lap Enduro, the figure eights, the street stocks, the bandoleros. That's the little cars. Uh, main gate opens at 2 and uh, racing still at 4. So early on Flat Rock. Don't go to Flat Rock in the evening. If you want to go to Flat Rock, make sure you're there by 4. That's when racing uh, starts. General mission is 15 bucks up there at Flat Rock, Michigan. Oakshade Raceway in action, UMP Late Miles, Sportsman Bombers, and Compacts. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General admission is $14. Sandusky Speedway, as uh, we had mentioned earlier, it's the Chihuahua deal, Nationals. A <laughs> uh, thousand to win for the uh, Renegades. Uh, beginner stock, pure stocks in action. Uh, pit gates open at 3. Main gate opens at 4, racing at 7. General uh, admission back uh, again to $5. $5 for a thousand to win show. That's pretty cool. That is. That is pretty cool. Fremont Speedway. It's Great Lakes Truck Center's night featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series, 410 sprints and 305s, and the dirt trucks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General admission is $15. So a uh, doubleheader for the AFCS this weekend. Uh, and then uh, Sunday, and I think I'm probably going to go to this, uh, Toledo Speedway, Central Avenue uh, Truck Parts School figure, school Bus Figure 8, Late Model Sportsman, Factory stocks and boat figure eights. Kenny Schrader is going to be uh, driving a school bus, his first school bus figure eight race. I saw he was testing down at Eldora just, uh, I don't know if it was earlier today or yesterday, in uh, one of the SRX series cars. Right. So, so he's already in the area. But, uh, yeah, he'll be out there. Sunday afternoon, racing starts at 2 p.m. at Toledo Speedway. General admission tickets for that event is $18. That is the uh, actual the season opener for Toledo Speedway, first event. Right. And then uh, next weekend, they got the uh, ARCA series. 
I know a lot of the uh, Toledo Speedway late model sportsman guys are pretty excited about finally getting to race with fans in the stands and back to a regular schedule. Yeah. Um, Mr. Cole, the answer is uh, I do not. Uh, actually, I did get an update from uh, Scott Warner. As a matter of fact, I was going to say no. Um, I guess he had uh, a couple of uh, guys doing some testing down there. And he said the track's in, in pretty good shape. They're still uh, working on just some uh, final touches there, getting things ready for that season opener in uh, in June, June 13th. So that's your update for Millstream. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that. Let's check out the uh, weekend weather pit stop with WTOL 11's uh, Ryan. I almost said Ryan Newman. <laughs> Ryan Weekman. Ryan, Ryan Newman's Weekman. doing the, uh, the weather now. Ryan Weekman. Here we go. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. And fair warning, before we start this forecast, it is going to be boring but in the right kind of way for the raceways out there. Let's start Friday night at Lima Land and Attica. Temperatures, they should cool off during race time, but will likely be in the 60s and into the 50s by the late evening hours. Dry conditions, though, and clear skies. Saturday, a touch warmer. I think during the afternoon, we reach the lower 70s with plenty of sunshine. Light winds will also rule the day. Flat Rock, you're starting at 4 p.m. Temperatures will be right there near 70 to 72 degrees. Oakshade, Sandusky, Fremont, and Eldora later into the evening. I do expect temperatures once again will drop off into the 60s and 50s, but very pleasant conditions. And again, with the light wind should make for a very comfortable evening of racing. Sunday at Toledo Speedway, right in the heart of the afternoon. Could be a few more clouds, maybe a bit more of a breeze, but I still think highs reach into the 70s and be smart out there. This could be one of those sunburn surprise sort of weekends. If you don't put some sunscreen on or precautions, you come out of the weekend, maybe a little more red than what you expected. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Yeah, I, f- I forgot to mention Eldora. For some reason, I skipped over that. The yeah. late model lid lifter on, on Saturday with the American late model series. 5,000 win for that. Modified stocks also in action at Eldora. Gates open at four racing at 730. Uh, reserve seats starting at 19 bucks for that show. So, cool stuff there. No hammer down hotline to play back tonight. I know everybody's uh, very disappointed about that. Oh, but oh. I know. If uh, you want to be on the show and uh, just for the heck of it, just say, hey, you know, what's up or... Hey, Ron, fix my trailer kind of stuff. I don't know. 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. Call anytime, day or night. Uh, If you call during the show, you're not going to be on that show. You'll be on the following week, most likely. Unless... It's Actually, Scott, I do. I, I've got a trailer to fix on Sunday. Do you? Uh, it's, it's not one mine. Of my old, what, no, one of my old friends uh, loaned out his trailer and... Uh, I guess they lost the ramps, so we bought some new ramps, but the new ramps are wider. So now I've got to open up the the storage area for the ramps. So fabrication work. That's it. And he uses the trailer in his business, so he can't have it out of commission during the week. This really does sound like that crazy caller that we've had before. Are you sure this is oh, the no. same guy? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to thank uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer and uh, field correspondent Matt Swander, Doug Dock. Uh, next next week, I actually have Charlie Crawl from uh, ARCA working on uh, putting together. So I didn't really have anybody in particular that I wanted to speak to. Uh, ARCA race, ARCA racer, uh, you know, they're going to be in town uh, a week from Saturday. So I figure try and get somebody, one of the ARCA guys on there. Is your camera, sure. are you shaking your computer or something? You're like moving. No, uh-uh. All right. The- no, I, I <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. I think I bumped it with my knee. Gotcha. So, uh, I'm not sure who we're going to have on next week. I told Charlie to surprise me. We'll see who, but uh, it'll be cool. Whoever. See, we'll see who he puts us in touch with. Uh, that'll be next week on the show. Seven o'clock Thursday night here at Hammerdown racing report. Uh, again, thanks to all of our sponsors. Of course, Oakshade raceway, our presenting sponsor, real geese silhouette decoys, mill street speedway, big D's pizza, and, Ron Miller Race Cars, where he doesn't fix just race cars. He fixes trailers, too. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and hopefully my car will be fixed for this weekend for some racing. Get out and support your local track this weekend. 
Oh, yeah. Take a look at that oil leak again. My oil leak? Oh, yeah. Did you make it leak more? It was marking its territory, Scott. Yeah, I know. It's been marking its... I may have to live with it this year until I can get the engine refreshed. Let's see. Uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next week uh, or a local racetrack around you. Yeah. You got three days to choose from, so... And it's going to be a spectacular yeah. weekend. First really nice summer-like weekend. Get out to a local track somewhere near you. Bring a jacket, though. Could get cool in the evening still. Maybe. Maybe. We're Competition's out. going to be hot. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you guys next week. Yes, we will. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.